Hi, this is Burton Staggs, and welcome to The Staggering Truth. Today, we're going to talk about some of Tennessee's biggest mysteries and cold cases. Some of you may be new to listening to me, my podcast, or following my page. A few years ago, I got into radio. I never expected to be a crime journalist. Certainly never intended to be in some of the biggest cases in the state of Tennessee. But here I am. And I've welcomed that challenge. I have built an amazing network of of being able to connect to prosecutors, to criminal defense attorneys, to law enforcement. And that's allowed me over the past few years to bring you some of the biggest cases some of the inside details, and the things that you want to know. I often tell people I take no pride in breaking facts inside a murder case that have devastated families. But I do feel like that someone should be able to tell the victim's story and the family's story with truth and accuracy and speed. And I hope that as you listen to me and you listen to my podcast or follow my page, that uh, you find that these things are true. There are so many unsolved cases in Tennessee and North Alabama and North Mississippi. And... Over the next few weeks and months, I plan to do an episode about each of these cases. But today, I thought I would talk a little bit about some of them in general. And uh, then we would build off this episode. The case that many people ask about is Joe Clyde Daniels, the five-year-old that went missing last year in Tennessee City, Tennessee. He was reported missing approximately three days later. His father, Joseph Daniels, confessed to murdering him. He was arrested. Later, his mother, Crystal Daniels, was also arrested. She was not charged with murder, but rather child abuse. To this day, the child's body has not been found. If you've been following me, then you know that uh, I have spent a lot of time and effort on that case. Uh, As I record this, it's uh, near the end of March 2020, and I don't believe we'll be in court until sometime in the first quarter of 2021. There is no body. Some people even postulate that the child is alive. I don't believe that to be true, but I think we all wish it could be true. That is a case that we will spend a long time on because there is so much information on that case. Another case of interest that I have looked heavily into is nearly 40 years ago 
a young lady named Cindy Kilburn. She left work from Long John Silver's in Lawrenceburg to never be seen again until her body was found a few weeks later and a few miles from her home. This case has been a case of mystery and much debate in Lawrence County. Her co-workers knew immediately something was wrong. It was not like her to disappear. She was well thought of, highly regarded at work. She had started as a teenager and already been appointed a manager. She left work with a co-worker. They made a night deposit. It was Halloween. Some accounts believe she never made it home. Some believe she did. But her car, her purse, which she would never leave, were located uh, about a half a mile from her home. Her body was found approximately three miles by a hunter. That case, nearly 40 years later, is unsolved. In the sleepy little town of Dover, Tennessee, in Stewart County, two sisters had gone to the grocery store. In the late 70s, early 80s, it was a different time. No one thought anything about two sisters walking to the grocery store to get cigarettes. After all, teenagers in those days were allowed to smoke. They were even allowed to buy cigarettes. The girls went to the store, started back home. No one ever saw them alive again. They were found a few miles away in a state park, in a federal park, with shotgun blasts to their heads. Nearly three decades later, that case is unsolved. And it is the subject of a very popular podcast called Murder at Land Between the Lakes. Another case we'll be looking into. Ten years ago, a news employee from a Huntsville station died in a very mysterious situation in Ardmore, Tennessee. According to the autopsy, she set herself on fire out by the barbecue grill. Would an attractive news person commit suicide in such a god-awful way? Authorities believe so. The autopsy says so but many friends and family do not believe so. In the coming weeks and months, I'm also going to look into many cold cases in Lawrence County. If you've been in this area since the 70s, you've probably heard the urban legend that Johnny Carson once joked that uh, about Lawrenceburg, Tennessee and its murder rate and how dangerous it was. Now, 
that probably never happened. But the truth is, in the 70s and 80s, there are many unsolved murders in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. Some of them possibly are cover-ups. Some of them, or most of them, are probably drug-related. Many of them are just the fact that the police departments and law enforcement in the 70s and 80s did not have today's equipment. But the fact remains the same, that many of those cases have some very unusual things about them, and I think it's time that some of them are talked about. Most everyone in Tennessee is familiar with the Holly Bobo murder. But about a year after Holly Bobo disappeared, a young, popular MMA fighter by the name of Wesley Conway was gunned down in his driveway. That case has been the source of contention for years. There are new developments. There was an arrest, an indictment, but the cases or the charges were dismissed. I have spent several days and hours looking into the murder of Wesley Conway. That case deserves attention, and the Conway family deserves justice. And finally, probably the most notorious unsolved case remaining in the state of Tennessee. The disappearance and murder of Karen Swift in Dyer County, Tennessee. Karen Swift disappeared shortly after Holly Bobo. Many people thought the cases may be connected. They were both attractive, beautiful, and blonde. Karen Swift, on Halloween Eve, went to a party. She reportedly came home, tucked her daughter into bed, and at some point disappeared. Her vehicle was found a short distance from her home. No one knew where Karen Swift went. A few months later, at a cemetery a few miles from her home, her body was found under kudzu across from a small, old cemetery. There are many theories on the case, but there have been no arrests. This episode is short on substance, but I wanted to speak with you about what the coming weeks and days and months hold. These are some of the cases that I'll be looking at. I'll be bringing in guests. I'll be bringing in friends, hopefully investigators and prosecutors that can shed more light on these cases. And hopefully, somewhere in there, we can bring you the staggering truth.